Hey, Explorers, welcome to episode 275 of the TDR Now podcast. We're the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney, Hong Kong, Shanghai, and also Universal Studios Japan, and other fun things that you can do in this country. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website at tdrexplorer.com, all over social media under the same name. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one staying in the Beauty and the Beast themed room Yay! <laughs> and joining as always is the wonderful patricia chris that sounds so exciting i can't wait to hear everything about it it sounds so cozy especially like in these winter months my name is trish i am the one going to attack on titan musicals <laughs> which is an experience okay well i want to hear about that and well not in this episode but i, I want to hear all about that we'll talk about <laughs> it in the bonus episode how's okay. that yeah <laughs> You can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you're visiting Urayasu to go to Disneyland or whatever, stop by the tourism office and I'm there too. <laughs> so if you want to meet <laughs> Trish, you can do that. So I, uh, there was someone sent me a DM on Instagram and I cannot find it. Uh, I get so mm-hmm. many DMs, so I'm sorry. And if you're listening, I did see it and I f- forgot to reply because I get, like, honestly, I open up my DMs and there's like a hundred messages and it's just, it gets overwhelming. But someone asked about your handle for Instagram. Oh. So can you say it one more time for them? Yes. It's Dream Sweets. Not sweets like hotel. Sweets like candy. Love. All one word, right? All one word. Dream Sweets Love. Okay. They want to follow you on Instagram. I remember seeing that. Okay. Follow me. I don't don't think I have a lot of Disney. I have a lot of cafes and food. (laughs) Random stuff like fountain pen ink. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And like general, like Japan life, like Osechi and things like that. So for those that are listening, stay to the end of the episode because we have something that we want to talk about for the next episode. So stick around for for that. Yes. But yeah, we're 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 talking about the Beauty and the Beast room. So I finally got to stay in that. That is exciting. I feel like if I stayed in the Beauty and the Beast room, I would bring like a lot of books. And live the bell lifestyle and have room service with like little cakes, like and feel like I like like the silverware is like singing be your guest to me. I might even play that in the background as I enjoy little cakes and tea. <laughs> <laughs> how how so okay, so first of all, was it easy to get a reservation for it? Yes and no. Right now we're in the the low season, right? So it's January and mm-hmm. going into February. So January, February, typically the slower seasons. Sure. So things are a little bit easier to book. Like things don't book out right away. I booked the Beauty and the Beast room two and a half weeks, three weeks before. So at the beginning of January, I booked it. Not bad at all, right? I didn't get like, I kind of had to find a day that worked. Thankfully, my schedule mm-hmm. is very flexible. So I was able to, I found a random day on, on a Wednesday. I think mm-hmm. there was like through the month of January when I was looking, there was maybe three or four dates available for the cool. Be in the Beast room. So there were like there wasn't a lot of availability, but there was some, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So usually it is pretty difficult to book. And I did I was able to secure it and it's still expensive. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was it came to seventy one thousand five hundred yen. Which mm-hmm. is about five hundred and fifty US dollars for the night. And ours was the the three person suite room. Yeah. Cause I, I know there's another one that's more expensive that sleeps four people. This one just slept three. Mm-hmm. 
Because I know the the one with four, I think someone can sleep in like this little cubby type type of thing. Oh, the little alcove. Okay, yes. Yeah, my yeah. son is obsessed with that. He loves it. We didn't get that room. We just got the one with the. It could have up to three people. So I think the bed turns in the couch turns into a bed because the two beds that we had were side by side, and mm-hmm. they were like the the double beds. So it's like one you know one person per bed type of thing. It might be the pull out bed. Yeah, it might have been the trundle. I. I forgot to check because I was sharing the room with a friend and it was just the two of us. So mm-hmm. didn't think to look for the trundle. You're probably right. It probably was the trundle bed. Those are the things I always forget to check for. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I wouldn't remember either. <laughs> and for like Tokyo Disney hotels, they're three months ahead of time, three months mm-hmm. in advance. And you book it right through the Tokyo Disney Resort website. It's in English too. So it's all there for you. And one thing I know people do ask about is when the booking opens, can you book your entire stay? You know how like technically the days, the next few days aren't open yet? Yes. But yes, you can book like when your first date opens, you can book like more than one night as long as that room is available, which which it should be. But what is the max number of nights? Because I don't know if it's changed. But it used to no, be you five. could only stay two. No- it's five. Okay, that's much better because the way, like back in the day, it used to be I think like two nights that it you could book, and, the and then you'd have rooms. to wait. Yeah, I think I think a couple of them. I'm pretty sure it's four or five or something like that. That's much better. Yeah, fantastic. I would even because like the thing is like people from overseas tend to stay longer, so I don't understand why there's like a max like limit. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, uh, when 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 people want to book, like yeah, like let's say your uh, your booking opens for February first. Let's just use that as an example, mm-hmm. and you would book that like three months ahead ahead of time. So that would be what February, January, December, November. Yes. So November first, you can book November first, but you can also book for you know the the subsequent subsequent nights. So you can book February first, second, and third as an example. You can do mm-hmm. that, and the availability should be there because no one no one else should be would have booked out those yet yeah you know, like the second and third those wouldn't have been booked out because they're not open yet so no because it just opened yeah so you should have as long as you're like on top of it uh you should be able to get your choice of room you just kind of have to because the, the website's kind of a pain mm-hmm. you, you kind of have to know what you're going for so i would do like a dry run first yeah to like go through the website to see how it works so then when that booking opens you know exactly where to go yeah. and how how things look because the annoying thing about the the hotel bookings is they only show pricing and like the full page for rooms that are currently available. Mm-hmm. So if if like let's say all the cheapest rooms at the hotel are, are booked out, you mm-hmm. can't look at them. Like you can't even look up like any details on them because right. they just don't show it because they're booked out, which is kind of irritating. Because it's like yeah. I just want I just want to see what the room is. Like I don't necessarily want to book it, but it, like it's not. They don't show you those details, which I think is silly. I agree. That, that that irritates me so much. And it's not just like these hotels. It's like hotels in general tend to have that system. Yeah. So it's like, Very and, frustrating. And actually, you should, um, what you did too, like how you booked like a couple of weeks, maybe a little, a few, a little over a couple of weeks before, but the two week window before the stay could also be a good time to book because they open up like the cancellations and stuff. Yeah, because there's like, I think, yeah, it's two weeks or something to mm-hmm. cancel with no penalty. Yeah. So people, because some people will book it and then obviously for various reasons, people cancel. So like bookings can open up. Mm-hmm. 
so like i guess if you're if you're really keen on a certain room like keep an eye out because some people will just book these rooms just to book them yeah which is very irritating as well because these rooms are in high demand all the time anyway we should probably do an episode on hotel rooms again because i think it's been a while since we've done that yeah but being in the beast room it was 550 dollars we're on the seventh floor yeah seventh mm-hmm. floor lucky seven <laughs> and we didn't have like we had a front facing room like we faced the park but we couldn't see the park because we're kind of like on the far right of the hotel mm-hmm. we could see the pool oh, the closed cool. pool and then the monorail station that's it we couldn't we could see disney sea way in the distance but we couldn't see disneyland even though we're right in front of it just because I mean- like, the way we were angled but it's kind of nice because you can actually you should be able to see fireworks, right? I don't think I saw from that them. angle. I, we weren't in our room when they went off. Okay. So I don't know. <laughs> Not that our fireworks are anything worth waiting for, anyway. I mean, Let's fireworks are always fun, right? <laughs> so yeah, what it, the room? Very cute. Oh my gosh! It is very. It's over the top, and. I'm okay with that, <laughs> you know? So you walk in, and what do you see when you walk in? Wallpaper. Lots of very detailed wallpaper. Like it, It's made to look like a library. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like all these different books with different titles of different Disney films on it. Mm-hmm. Aladdin and Peter Pan, uh, Sleeping Beauty was on there in French. And then like the, the, the characters are kind of like on the shelf as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a little like makeup or not makeup like what do you call it little like alcove vanity yeah like vanity well there's a vanity mirror and then mm-hmm. like a little desk area to sit down on the ottoman the dog ottoman ah yes he's there you get to sit on that and you know you can kind of that's where you can get ready the bathroom is wonderful so the the bathrooms like the layout of these rooms are all the same mm-hmm. like the standard layout of like there's a little hallway then the bathroom. The shower and the toilet are separate, and then on either side, and then right in the middle is um, the uh, sink and everything. But on the doors for both the toilet, the toilet room and the shower room had the beautiful stained glass that you see in the films. That's film. so pretty. I like that. That's a nice touch. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really nice. Then for like the main room itself, like we had a there was a couch two chairs like two big comfy chairs a big comfy couch portrait of beauty and the beast on the wall then the bed the two beds will kind of look like they're like up against like bookshelves Mm -hmm. and there's like you know the the stained glass rows over the beds and everything it was just it was very over the top but very classy at the same time like it was like it just screamed beauty and the beast right like Mm -hmm. they did such a good job with that my only gripe was the wardrobe it wasn't the wardrobe it was just it was just a tv stand oh they could have they could have made it the wardrobe i don't know you why could, they could have yeah i don't know why it wasn't because that would have that would have made it better like it was still sure. pretty like the room was still wonderful but i just thought that was like a missed opportunity so i, I don't know the reasoning behind why they didn't do it i'm sure mm-hmm. there's a reason for it but kind of wish they did do that yeah but like the the way the room looks in terms of like the what is it the the molding is that what it's called mm-hmm. the stuff that goes along the ceiling and stuff yeah it's kind of like that very simplified like Disney look you know where like wood like 
arches and stuff. It just like it looks very it looks animated, I guess is what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. it looks like it's kind of drawn, very like simple, simple architecture. I'm not explaining it very good, but it looks like it came out of the animation, I guess, is, is kind of how it looks. Okay. The room itself is really big. Yeah, I like the size of the rooms at Disneyland Hotel. They're very comfortable. Yeah. This room in particular was pretty, like there there was a lot of space so like if you had a lot of luggage and stuff there's definitely room f- for your luggage. But for a room like this I don't think you'd be staying very long. You know unless you know unless you, you know, were were able were willing to pay, you know, the $500 a night for a week or whatever it is. For these kind of rooms, I don't think many people stay that long. I think like for locals, the average stay is two, like like one or two nights. Yeah. But like if you think about it, like let's say you're compared, I don't, I don't know, like we we haven't been to the U.S. in a long time. But if you compare it to like when the last time we went to Disney World, like the prices were about like 500 a night. And I know people do stay there for the week, like over like people like planning longer trips. So, I mean, it's possible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking up how many days, because now it's bugging me. I'm like, I want to make sure I know how many days that you can um, book at the at the hotel. I'm trying to find it here. Oh, yeah. Up to five nights and three rooms can be booked per booking. So, yeah, five nights. That's fantastic. That is such a good change. Bookings can be made from 11 a.m. Japan time. On the same day, three months prior to your stay until 8.59 p.m. the day before. Nice. Okay. Well, there you go. Now you know. <laughs> Five days ahead of time. What else for the room? Uh, the the amenities? I have a weird question. Yeah? It's like such a weird question. Probably not. I think it's just like normal. But like if you do like the wake-up call for like the char- like the special character rooms like, like um, Beauty and the Beast or what is it peter pan do they have like a different like wake up call when they when they call to wake you up i never thought to do that i never thought to do that it's I a wonder- really weird question no i understand like i think most people wouldn't wouldn't do it yeah cuz i know some of the isn't it like the ambassador hotel mickey calls or something yeah i think it's the same i think it's it's probably the same at like the three like main hotels cuz i think miracosta is also mickey like mickey yeah. and friends so it's probably the same at Disneyland Hotel. It's probably just Mickey. Like who would call yeah. Beast? I, I mean, it's probably the you? same. Like I, I <laughs> no, and 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 like I guess it would be too complicated for the character rooms because you probably have to hire like the voice actors. So it, like it doesn't make sense to do it like for the special rooms. Although that would that would be cool. It would be cool. Be <laughs> That's really why I was like, cool. I was just curious. But amenities, yes, I want to hear about amenities. They're fine. Well, Are they I guess Beauty like, and the Beast? Or? No, they're not. They're just the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel. Okay. Which are still pretty. I don't think they've ever been Beauty and the Beast. I think it's always been, I think they've always, like all the character rooms, I think they've just been, you know, Tokyo Disneyland Hotel themed, mm-hmm. which is still fine. It's still fine. It's lovely. It would have been nice though if it was like a special, like Beauty and the Beast, like thing, you know? Yes, it would. That would have been nice. One thing that I am kind of sad about is now this isn't particular to the B and the Beast room. It's just like the hotels in general. Mm-hmm. They don't have the the hotel specific paper bags anymore. Oh, like the souvenir ones. They're just the generic Tokyo Disney Resort hotels. Is what oh, it says that's a on bummer. it. Like oh, yeah. I kind of like the 
you know, you would get the Tokyo Disneyland bag to take home and you would get the Mir Costa and the Ambassador Hotel. Same. Yeah. I still have those actually. I have all of them. Yeah, I think we have them in the closet somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're they were really nice. They're very pretty. There there was some exclusive stuff in the room though. There was um well I guess it wasn't being the beast, but there was a postcards, like the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel postcards. Right, right. Those were in in the room, so those are really nice. Other than that, that's pretty like that's pretty much it for the Bee and the Beast room. It's like it's very pretty, especially if if you're if you're a Bee and the Beast fan. Like you're gonna love the room. I feel like now, especially with you have the musical down at the Mahama Amphitheater and you have the land in the park. If you love Beauty and the Beast, it's kind of like the perfect time to stay at those rooms because you can make like a whole trip out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The other thing with the room is um, you get the happy entry, the mm-hmm. early entry into the park. Yes. Oh, that's right. So we were talking about that, I think, last episode. Yeah, we did. We were talking about that. And Okay. So how does I it work? To do it. So we were asking, like both you and I didn't know. What time do you get to go in? Because we knew that they're opening the park early, mm-hmm. right? So, like, how does that work? And how it works is when you check into the hotel, they give you the early entry ticket. So, it, it looks like a printed receipt now. It's not like, you know, this special paper they used to give you. Yeah. That, that looks like it was printed well ahead of time. Mm-hmm. These are, like, receipts that, you know, nice receipts that they're printed on. And it has the time that you can go in. So, I think it's because the time can change. So, they need to be able to update the time on these tickets rather easily and i can understand before it was all these like standard printed tickets that the time would never really change yeah you know so it would make sense they would have a ton of those but now things have changed so we got to go into the park at 8 a.m the next morning and the park officially didn't open until 9 but yeah. they started letting regular guests in at eight fifteen. so we got to go in at eight oh. o'clock so it's still the the early 15, but it's really like the early hour and the other people are left in 15 minutes after you. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Like you're getting in an hour, like if you want to look at it this way, like you're getting in an hour early, like an extra hour out of the park. Right. Which, you know what? Take it. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell because they don't say exactly what's open. They're kind of mm-hmm. vague about that. I think that's probably on purpose. But when I went, I, what I could tell was Tomorrowland, those attractions were open. So Space mm-hmm. Mountain, Buzz Lightyear, Astro Blasters, Monsters, Inc., I think was. And so was Star Tours. Ooh, I don't, I don't remember checking those two, to be quite honest. I was kind of beelining it for Beating the Beast, mm-hmm. which was closed. No! <laughs> it was having a system <laughs> error. So like, it wasn't it wasn't closed for like refurbishment or anything. No, it was just yeah. it was down. It or it didn't come up. Like it Bummer. couldn't they couldn't get it open. So there was tons of people. Like everyone had the same idea, right? It's like beating the beast. Right. First thing. That's right. what everyone, like all the hotel guests were doing, which fair enough. Uh-huh. Like do that because once the park opens, that wait time is the highest in the park all day. I feel like though, in the wintertime, at the end of the day, isn't the line much shorter? That night. An hour is what I saw. Yeah. Which is not bad. Like an it's hour. It's not like bad at all. Yeah. An hour for beating the beast is good. Even 90 minutes is not terrible. I mean, I wouldn't wait 90 minutes, but like for an me, hour is. 90 minutes would be like the absolute max I would wait for it. Yeah. 
like in in the standby line before I decided, okay, do I need to do the Disney Premier Access for this? Uh, yeah, no, an hour is good. Yeah, an hour, an hour is an hour is doable because the queue is really nice. Mm-hmm. It is really nice. It's yeah, and you should enjoy queue. that queue. So anyway, it was closed. So what happened was because Baymax was open, the Happy Ride yes. Baymax, <laughs> the wait time for that was like 120 minutes or something. Can you check the wait times now on the... Okay, so here's another question about... Because things are in flux, right? So are they showing the wait times when they open early now? Or is that still like offline it until the park officially it opens? Open. No, or sorry, no, it wasn't... Right? Sh- it, yeah, the wait times weren't showing. Okay. Until, until the, park. the park officially... Yeah. Okay. But the wait times were showing on the ride itself right. before the park opened, which I guess makes sense. It makes sense, yeah. Before you get in line. But I, w- I was able to get in, like once I went to the park at eight, yeah. I was able, to, if I wanted to, I could have bought Premier Access. Oh, so you can for, buy it when as soon as you go in. Yeah. So that stuff is available, like the entry request and all that, that's yeah. available as soon as you go in. Oh, that's pretty important to know too. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's a little, it's a little weird. Good reconnaissance, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the other thing too that I saw someone made this comment, I think it was on YouTube. Which I didn't think about because I had this set up well ahead of time. Was because you can't buy premier like premier access until you're into the like you're you're scanned into the park, right? You can't right. buy it ahead of time. Everyone has to be scanned in, and you have to scan everyone's ticket into someone's app, right? Right, right. If you don't have a credit card set up, you're going to have to set up the credit card. Yes, so that that's eats right. up time. And then mm-hmm. the other thing that you could run into is yeah. your credit card might not work. It really that's... depends on your credit card because the thing that this person had the issue with was their bank, because everyone's bank is different, right? Depending on what country you come from. Right. For them in particular, the credit cards they had had to send them a text message to approve, <gasps> which yeah. obviously if they're overseas, their phone number is not going to be working. Mm-hmm. So they weren't they weren't able to get these these cards to work. And I think eventually they got one of their cards to work. But oh, they wasted all this time, right? Yeah, that's a really that's a really good point. Because yeah, because not all the overseas credit cards are accepted. That would be a nightmare to have to enter it and then enter it again if it if it isn't one that works. So what I, I probably the best, honestly, the best thing to do, yeah, is because I know everybody wants. Like if you say at the Disney hotel, you can buy your tickets at the hotel, right? Like, right. It's, it's pretty easy. Probably the best thing to do is get a credit card that works, like figure out which which of your credit cards works to buy tickets or like mm-hmm. which one worked to book the hotel. Yeah. As long as you log into the same account, I think the credit card will pop up. Okay, like so if, if you, you buy if you, it if you use the credit account. card. Yeah, if you use the credit card to pay for the you know, I don't know because this is hard for me to check. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly that is to difficult check. to check because I have like I have my Japanese account set up with all my Japanese like credit cards and stuff. So like mm-hmm. I'm set in that regard. Yes. Okay. This is something that you guys need to check. Yeah. And someone then let knows. Us know. Let us know so we can relay this information because this is hard to check. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy, and I know like time is time is money. Time is time, time is, is precious. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm as precious in in this regard. So yeah, I'm not sure. Be be ready. Just you know what you could do. Okay, this is really like 
maybe a little bit over the top. But what you could do is if you're with multiple people, have multiple cards attached to multiple accounts and you just scan the tickets into the different accounts and you try one. And if that doesn't work, you try the other one. Yeah. And if all else fails, though, you can go to guest services and they will do it for you. Mm -hmm. I've never done that, but I know people have asked, like, what do you do if you don't have a phone? Ooh, things are going to be a little tough. But you can buy, like, Premier Access. You can do the standby pass and the entry request. If you go to guest services, they'll do it right there for you. And you know what? It might be better to just go there first, no matter what, because there's not going to be a line first thing in the morning. Do it and then go on with your day and you can you could test it with other things that are less important, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think the Disney Premier Access is really selling out. I, I have I no idea because we never use it. I did use it for Believe Sea of Dreams for the first time, but we'll talk about it in a, in a different episode because that's a whole other thing. But long story short, the Happy 15, Happy Entry, I don't know why they changed the name. Just Happy 15 worked. It was self-explanatory. I think because it's in flux now, because they let you in an hour ahead of time, and even though you're 15 minutes ahead of the other guests, it would be maybe more confusing. Yeah. It does happen. Okay. No, you're right. No, that does make sense. Now that I think, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Scratch that. It's it it, that that 15 minutes does make a difference because I've seen a lot of people say, that's only 15 minutes. Like, that's not a lot of time. Like, no, but it makes a difference. Trust me. It makes me. a massive difference, especially because, and I don't know, again, like, cause so much has changed, like, since we've been to the U.S. parks, but, like, at these parks, in general, everybody is there opening. That's why the lines look so long, because everybody is there for the opening time. Like, I mean, and again, things might have changed. So if I'm out of date, just, you know, let us know. But, like, at the U.S. parks, how it used to be, would be like if you're staying at the hotels or whatever, you would just go like go w- have breakfast at the hotel, go in leisurely at whatever time. And, you know, you, you not everybody was like rushing to get in at opening. Although because the, the way it's run has changed, I imagine that that's probably changed. So the U.S. parks might be closer to our parks now. But here, yeah, people go in, boom, right at opening. And they're there like hours before the parks open, right? Yeah. And the Tokyo Disney Resort website says the reason why they're doing that is for safety reasons, which, okay, makes sense. All right. Because <laughs> uh, like USJ has been doing that for a long time. Like USJ did it first, basically. But also they should be opening earlier anyway because, you know, that's the time that they used to open at. And why are they still opening so late, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, long story short, being in the Beast Room is great. Nice. I would recommend, like, I don't think you need to book five nights. That's a bit much. Mm-hmm. Save your money on for other things. Like, one or two nights, I think. Like, two nights at the most for yeah. this kind of room. It's de- Like, if you definitely want to, you know, have something very themed, like, very well themed. And I know, like, the trend right now for the U.S. parks in particular is um, just kind of sterile rooms, you know? What is up with that? Yeah, that's craziness to me the direction that those rooms are going so here not so much no we like they're doing a limited time marvel room mm-hmm. even though you know it's a little cheap overlay but the still, marvel like, room least- yeah i'm like that that's not a, that's not like super they didn't put that no. much effort into it but uh, but it's still you know it's still themed like they're offering something i guess yeah is what it is uh yeah being in the beast room though like definitely i definitely do recommend 
recommend that. There's also the other, there's other rooms too. There's Alice in Wonderland room, a Tinkerbell mm-hmm. room, and a Cinderella room. And Disney I would say to keep in mind, the rooms that are permanently themed are always going to have better theming, better furniture than the temporary yes. themed rooms. Yeah. So like the Marvel one, of course, and the Kingdom Hearts one they've done before. And they've done, I think they've done Twisted Wonderland as well. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's usually the ambassador. Well, it's always been the ambassador, I think. Oh, well, I should well, say that. Well, they have like the, the Duffy rooms at like Near Costa. Duffy room. Yeah. But yeah, when there's like temporary ones, like they're not, they're obviously not as well themed because it's not permanent, right? So mm-hmm. it makes sense that these permanent rooms look permanent, <laughs> you know? They're not changing anytime soon, which is a good thing. All right. So before we go, though, our next episode, we want to answer a bunch of questions, people's questions on the podcast here. So if you're listening, please, my headphones just fell out. Send us your questions directly to our email so we can see it. Contact at tdrexplorer.com and just put in the, the headline or the subject, say like podcast question. Send them to us, and we'll try and answer as many as we can. Because kind of what has been happening in the last few months is a huge influx of questions across everywhere. Like I, I open up any of my social media, and there's just questions galore, and I can't get to them all. So we thought, let's do some. Let's do some on the podcast. I'll probably do some on YouTube at some point. So send us your questions, and we'll answer them for the next episode. So do it, like quick (laughs) and we have to thank some wonderful explorers who are supporting us over on patreon so if you want to support the show head on over to patreon.com slash tdr now so a big thank you to acro disney girl adam amanda c amy b amy c mama explorer benjamin brent m carrie chris b claire claudia dave david baker kevin shani b harry marina and thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H., Michelle, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy, and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, Sonia, WW, and Paige. And remember to rate and review us every, like, wherever you're listening to us <laughs> and hit that subscribe button and hit that follow button so you don't miss any of our new episodes. And we do have a video on this Beauty and the Beast room. It's up uh, on our YouTube channel. Or if you just look on YouTube for Beauty and the Beast Tokyo Disneyland Hotel Room. I'm sure my video will pop up. <laughs> and also on our website as well, tdrexplorer.com. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one making silly intros for videos as well. So you can go see the fun little intro I did for the Beauty and the Beast room on, on our YouTube channel. And joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the room sounds so lovely. And you guys, thanks for listening. You stay cozy just like Belle in a library, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Boris. See you in the next episode. Bye.